Hey everybody, it's Shaman Sister Sin, and you're listening to the Meditation and More podcast brought to you by BetterHelp.com and LittleShaman.org. That's me, the Little Shaman. Today I wanted to talk to you about cognitive distortions in pathologically narcissistic people. There will be a series of videos about narcissists and cognitive distortions coming soon to this channel. You may have heard of cognitive dissonance regarding narcissistic relationships, which is where the people who are dealing with narcissists experience confusion about two truths that cannot coexist, such as people who love you don't abuse you and people who abuse you don't love you. It causes a large amount of stress in people to try to make these two things coexist and usually involves mitigating one of them. It might look like people who love you don't abuse you, therefore this is not abuse. It could also look like people who love you don't abuse you, therefore this is not love. Cognitive distortions are different. They are thinking errors. Emotional reasoning is an example of a cognitive distortion where a person believes that their emotions reflect the way that things really are. We sometimes use the phrase feelings are facts to refer to this cognitive distortion in narcissistic people. Another example of a cognitive distortion would be mind reading, where a person attempts to interpret what someone else is thinking or feeling despite having little or no evidence to support that. Cognitive distortions can affect anybody, but they are often extreme in narcissistic personalities. Many people might have some difficulty with one or two cognitive distortions, such as catastrophizing or disqualifying the positive, but narcissists often have massive difficulties with most or even all of the examples of this kind of thinking. Also, whereas a non-pathological person can usually take a step back and examine their thinking to see where it's faulty or skewed, especially if it's been pointed out to them, narcissists generally don't. Perhaps they can't. They may believe they do in fact have evidence to support these faulty conclusions, but it often involves misperceived events, ignoring evidence that disproves their perception, or the incorrect interpretation of someone else's motives, thoughts, or feelings. So, for example, a neutral or even kind behavior or event becomes sinister and proof of maliciousness when it's viewed through a distorted and skewed emotional lens. Someone who is not a narcissist, for example, might believe they know how someone feels about them based on how this person behaves towards them. This is not 100% accurate all the time, of course, but it's usually a conclusion based on objective events and that weighs all the evidence, not just the evidence that supports the conclusion. Narcissistic people come to conclusions about how people feel or what they're thinking based on how they themselves feel, even if this is contradictory to the evidence. Rather than change their conclusion to match the evidence, they reinterpret the evidence to match their conclusions. So it looks like, I feel that you feel or think or believe this, so it's a fact that you do. And everything you do and say only serves as evidence of this fact. That's why their quote-unquote evidence in these types of things usually includes a misperception of the event and of your feelings or your motives. And as we discussed in the episode of the show entitled Narcissist and the Unfalsifiable Hypothesis, it usually involves things that can't be disproven. Well, I know you hate me because you pretended to be sicker than you really were so you wouldn't have to see me. Or I know you were trying to hurt my feelings on purpose because you know that would hurt someone's feelings. You can't prove that these kinds of things are not true, which only bolsters the argument and cements the perception of these things as truth. 
By the way, this is not about lying and should not be confused with lying. Narcissists also lie, just like everybody else in the world, of course, but this is something different. This is about genuinely perceiving something incorrectly, but believing it to be true. This is one of the reasons arguments with narcissistic personalities can be so maddening. You can't argue against a cognitive distortion. The way this person is perceiving and interpreting events is not reality. They are experiencing a thinking error, which means that their conclusion makes sense to them. Trying to convince them to see it differently does not work. And even if it were to work in the moment, which is rare, but it could happen, it doesn't stick. This is a problem with the way the person automatically interprets information and events, and it's very hard to change when it's this extreme. If someone genuinely believes they have real evidence for their conclusions, what can you say to counteract that? Nothing that's going to matter, that's for sure. It is what it is, and as hard as it is, the key is to learn to stop stressing yourself out trying to do this because you're wasting your time. It doesn't work. On the contrary, it convinces them that you are unsafe and untrustworthy because you are lying and attempting to manipulate them. This is hard to do. It's hard to stop trying to do this because many times what they're saying is just blatantly not true. It's a complete misinterpretation of objective reality, sometimes to the point of seeming delusional. It's very difficult not to argue against that or try to correct it. People often say things like, well, I can't just let them think that. But the truth is, you're not letting them think that because you can't stop them from thinking that. We can't control what other people think about us or anything else. And continuing to try to control it causes an enormous amount of stress and pain because it doesn't work. If someone wants to believe that you're a bad person when you aren't, if they see evidence that you're a bad person when you're not, it doesn't matter what you do. You cannot change that. If reality does not speak for itself, you do not have a chance in hell. The sooner we can learn to accept that, the sooner we can stop expending such massive amounts of energy on these relationships trying to change that. Learn to be okay with being misunderstood. You will be much happier in the long run. I hope that clears a few things up for you. As always, I look forward to your comments, questions, and suggestions. So keep those coming. I take appointments online over the phone, via text, via messenger, via email, and through Skype worldwide. So if you're interested in speaking with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can visit littleshaman.org to do that. I teach workshops, seminars, and clinics several times throughout the year. So if you're interested in seeing what we're running this month, you can visit littleshaman.org to do that. And if you're interested in joining our support group featuring weekly support meetings and a guaranteed spot in monthly workshops, as well as access to exclusive content, you can visit littleshaman.org to do that as well. You've been listening to the Meditations and More podcast brought to you by BetterHelp.com and littleshaman.org. That's me, Little Shaman. May the Great Spirit bless you. Have a beautiful day.